Hello and welcome to Chasing Collectibles Ketchup. We are continuing our re-release of all of our previous episodes as podcast. Today's re-release is episode 2, which originally came out on February 26, 2022, and features Jeremy Casamissi. We invited Jeremy to come on and talk about his Spider-Man fan film entitled Spider-Man Every Hour. Lauren and I had a great time talking to him about Spider-Man, his film, and a whole bunch of other stuff. We hope you enjoy the episode, and please be sure to follow Jeremy's social media. We've included it in the description on the episode. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome. Uh, my name is Tyler with uh, Chasing Collectibles. And I'm Lauren. And uh, we're excited today to um, have with us uh, Jerry, uh, Jeremy Casca-Missy. Um, and, uh, you're one of our first interviews that we've done. So we're super thrilled to have you and, uh, been following you on Instagram for a little bit. I'm very jealous of your Spider-Man costumes. And, uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, before we really get, uh, you know, dived into what you're doing, um, thought I'd just ask, you know, who are you, where are you from? You know, what do you do? You know, summary of your life, you <laughs> know? All right. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Jeremy Casamisi. That second C is silent. I know it's tricky. And, uh, uh, my it's apologies. Italian. I don't know. Some people, you know, some, uh, my dad was in the military. People just called him Cass. So uh, if you want to call me that, that's fine. But uh, I'm uh, born in Massachusetts, raised in North Carolina because my dad was in the military. And then I moved to New York about three and a half years ago, um, living in Queens, um, since May 2019, um, and I'm still here, um, going to school, got a new job, and, uh, you know, doing, um, making movies and uh, dressing as Spider-Man on occasion. <laughs> not, not, not a bad deal. We're actually, uh, we're uh, in South Carolina, but just south of Charlotte, so that's pretty cool that you're from uh, North Carolina. Nice. Yeah, yeah that was surprising. <laughs> yeah, I'm visiting, awesome. I'm, I'm visiting later this uh, summer. Because I, I love going back home. I, I love it there so much. So where, where, would you, where would you come to to visit? Are you going to come into Charlotte or uh, more towards uh, Fayetteville? I'm, I'm towards the coast, so uh, closer to Fayetteville. So I'm, I'm from New Bern, um, North Carolina. Um, okay. So I'm closer to Wilmington, Jacksonville, Moorhead City, the beach, uh, you know, um, that area. But uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, real cool. I'm a, I'm a cheer wine addict. I don't know if you're. Oh. Because okay, I, <laughs> I have a lot of friends from up north that, like, you know, will ask me to ship them cheer wine. So that, that's pretty cool that you're from North Carolina originally. We ask um, my my uh, girlfriend. We ask her parents to send us a Carolina treat. Um, you know, there's it's a it's like a barbecue sauce, but mm -hmm. yeah. So there are things that I miss, but you know, yeah. I visit often enough that I don't miss it too much. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Right on. Well, hey, I was. We were wondering what drew you to the character of Spider-Man. What, 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 what got you uh, interested in in that particular character from uh, from the comics world? Um, from a very early age, I guess I was drawn to. You know, it's kind of a funny story because I was so little that there's not really anything that should draw me to this character on like a deep level. So my early days, it was because he was wearing red and like that was my favorite color um growing up I like characters that were red I like Lightning McQueen and you know Elmo and 
I don't know. That's just stuff that I, like when I was like two years old, I liked red characters. So when Spider-Man came on the screen, I was like, I like that guy. He's in red. That, that He's on my team. But like as I grew up, it, you know, it took on its uh, a deeper meaning for me. I remember the first comic book I picked up, I was in fifth grade. Um, and we had a book fair at school, you know, and other kids would get, uh, you know, whatever the latest uh, book was, you know, where they got pencils or these cool pens or toys. And I remember picking up a comic book and walking back into my classroom and like I got asked, like, you got a comic book? And I was like, yeah. Um, so that was like my first introduction, like a physical comic book that I could, you know, take home and read. But as I got older, you know, the character becomes more relatable once you kind of live through certain experiences. Um, the things that Peter goes through become things that everybody sort of goes through. Um, so, you know, I started reading him a lot in like middle school, early high school, um, just as like escapism. Um, I think, you know, storytelling is uh, a valuable tool to like kind of teleport you into this other world. But um, it also helps you um, navigate your own life. And Peter Parker, especially, or Spider-Man is very much a character that like, I want to be more like. So he helps me, you know, navigate uh, the things that I was going through in high school and the things, you know, that was affecting me personally. So it was just a very interesting, um, you know, he's been with me since day one, but the reasons have changed as I've gotten older. Um, and my favorite stories and my favorite movies have changed as well because I relate to, you know, different aspects of the character. But I think that's what's so cool about him is that like, no matter what age or version of the character you're initially drawn to, there is a version for every stage of your life. You know, there's like some, something to look up to and something to still reach for through that character. That's amazing. I mean, I think we we all could relate to the same sort of a thing, you know. No matter what what your age, I'm I'm a little bit older than everybody here, but, but um, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I just relate to the character so much because I'm just a normal person, and uh, you get picked on, and you wish you could beat these kids up, but even if you had the power, you can't do it because then you're exposed. Yep. And you have to take take the belittling, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, it's Man. such a humble. What, what a great story, though. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, Stan Lee talked about how we, when he first like pitched the idea of Spider-Man, you know, being a teenager and having personal problems. You know, there's a really good inspirational video on YouTube that as a teacher, I show my kids every year where he was like rejected. They're like, you want to have someone with personal problems? Like people don't care about that. But like, like you said, that's the thing that makes him relatable. Like Peter Parker goes through, yeah. you know, suffering. He goes through, you know, trying to win over the girl and trying to make these hard decisions. And I, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more about all that. <laughs> um, so shif shifting gears to your your film, um, I watched uh, the teaser and I, I thought the teaser was really cool and I, I've seen what you're doing. Um, but uh, for someone who doesn't know about your film, um, what makes your film uh, unique from, uh, I guess, other Spider-Man films? Um, for me, it's a very... Uh not only is it a Spider-Man story, I don't think many people have seen, you know, trying to tackle the time period and uh, the problems that come with that time frame kind of puts P 
Peter Parker and the other characters in this box. Um, but it's also a very personal story about relationships for me. You know, growing up, that's one of the things that I related to with the characters. Like he has girl trouble and like I could never like, you know, I didn't date throughout high school. I think I had like, I tried like freshman year and I got dumped twice and then I stopped <laughs> the rest yeah. of high school. Um, and it's just something that, you know, I tried to learn as I uh, worked my way through it. But that's, that's what this story is at the end of the day is me, my story on how to juggle, uh, you know, my life and a relationship. And I think like, that is such a very, you know, great lens to put on the character of Peter Parker because he already like lives that he's juggling a secret identity and those that he loves. So um, I think that's a very universal um, story about the character, but I think I take it in a way where it's a lot more, it means a lot more to each character and you see the repercussions um, of that a little bit more. You know, you can't go into a relationship on a foundation of lies. You can't, you have to be upfront. And I think the, the thing about Peter and Gwen's relationship is it, it, it never was. Um, it was something Peter always hid from her. And that's kind of like the route I'm taking. Because um, even in the, the Amazing Spider-Man films, they kind of like, you know, threw that out the door. Um, she knew in the first film that he was mm -hmm. Spider-Man. He kind of just like, he's just like, you know what, I'm, I'm him. Um, but in the comics, he, he, uh, he never tells her. Um, and it kind of haunts him, I think, after her death, even that, you know, he was never honest with her and she died not knowing the thing he should have told her. Um, so that's kind of what my version of the character is struggling with. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's very unaware of what his actions are doing to others, I want to say. Um, but you will also see in the film when side of it so the audience is aware of the um the repercussions of peter and spider-man's actions but peter himself is kind of like illusioned by him being a hero um so that's that's a very fun thing to tackle i think it's a very like because the character is such an interesting character you know he has so many like he's so rich um and i think that's a very human thing to think you're doing the right thing and ultimately be letting somebody down. Um, and I think that's what we're uh, trying to tackle in this film. And I think separation wise, I think tone is gonna be separated. I think even like the look of the film is gonna be different than um, what you've seen before. Um, we're going for a very, you know, balanced film where it's, it's the fun of Spider-Man and then the pain of Peter Parker, you know, kind of clashing. It's not one thing. It's everything that makes this character good is kind of being smushed down into like a 15, 20 minute um, short film. So it's been fun to try and figure out. I want to see It sounds like uh, you're trying to stay true to how the comic books came, you know, what the comic book stories were as opposed to you know, they, they follow in the movies that we've seen, they followed the, 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 the skeleton of it, but they haven't really dived deep into exactly what you were saying about 
you know, seeing it from Gwen's perspective, you know, how let down she is, you know, he, he's not able to make the date or not able to make her party or, or whatever, because he's off fighting the lizard mm -hmm. or, or Doc Ock or whoever. Yeah. Um, so I was curious really is, is uh, did you have to get a license to use the Spider-Man name character and, and uh, image for all this? Um, no. And the reason is, is because this character, if you are not profiting off of the character, he's um, free to use. So I can accept donations on this project, but I cannot retain a cent that is donated to me. And I can't charge people for anything. But um, the character himself, you know, other other fan films have been made for decades and have run into, you know, no problems. If I'm not marketing him as my own idea, if I'm not saying, you know, this is my character, um, then there's there's not really like if I'm giving credit to where credit is due and I'm not asking people to give me, you know, money, which like the Indiegogo is asking but it's for donation. It's not charging people to view it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna be like, you can't see this film unless you send me $15. Like, um, accepting donations, it's different than, than um, you know, charging people. But yeah, it's, he's, he's pretty much free to use if you give credit to where credit is due and you don't profit off of him, which um, this, like, even on YouTube, uh, I know YouTube creators can make money off of a certain amount of views or whatever, but you can't on a licensed property, even music. Um, so there will be no profit gained off the character. And therefore I am allowed to uh, make a, make a fan film. Well, that's excellent. Cool. We, yeah. We're so looking forward to it. Um, has there been any challenges this last couple of years with uh, the whole COVID thing as far as filming goes? Have you had to put anything on hold or oh, yeah. is it just, uh, you know, what's what's a little bit of a, just a small bit of a, what the process would be like? I mean, it's just along with, uh, you know, COVID, I, I went home to North Carolina actually when it first struck because I lost my job up here. Um, and I was going on about three weeks of trying to make it. <laughs> But, you know, groceries were running out of food. I didn't have any money, um, you know, so I, I did have to go back home to live in my mom's house again, um, which is a crazy thing. But uh, that's back until the end of July. So then we picked up shooting um, in, I want to say, the end of September. Um, early October and that's when we shot you know uh, some Peter Parker stuff um, and we shot we initially shot the restaurant stuff October 2020 as well but then you know winter hits and I don't want to be in spandex <laughs> in the, in this weather nope so that that also puts a hold on things as well that's what I'm currently waiting for once again but uh yeah so there's just and I think Things have evolved, ideas have evolved because there was a point where I wanted to do, there's been many versions of the story and of the script that I think with time as me and other crew members or actors, actresses 
have developed more and more skills or developed more and more ideas. So it's kind of been like, there's been these obstacles in the way, but it's provided us space to kind of like curate and make this a better thing than it would have been, you know, if it came out in 2020. So yeah, weather and the virus have definitely um, proposed its challenges, but when we do eventually like, you know, step on to set or get out to uh, shoot something, it turns out um, better than it would have been if we hadn't had that time to, you know, think about it. Yeah, so, so it's almost like a, like a blessing to have that, that extra time and that extra space to sort of gather, gather yourselves up a little bit and take a break and yeah. Get and it gives, it gives me uh, days to work out <laughs> and get, yeah. And get <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I was, um, you, you mentioned spandex. Um, so I've, I've got a, a Spider-Man suit. It's not, it's not as good as yours. Um, I've got another one coming, but I really want to get one from that one company that you've mentioned before on your, on your Instagram. But the first time I put on my suit, I felt like I couldn't stop smiling because I felt like a little kid just like being <laughs> Spider-Man. And I just want to ask, like, what what does it feel like to be like putting on the costumes? You definitely look the part of Spider-Man. I've seen your videos where you've like recreated scenes and all that. Like you look the part. Like, so what's it like getting to wear the costume? And, you know, just you seem like you have fun with it. Oh, it's it's a ton of fun. And I always say this. It's it's very um, funny if you go out in public with it, because, you know, there's so many people that will like you know, dress up as the character. Even in Times Square, there's people that dress as Spider-Man all the time. So it's very funny when you're you're wearing like 90% of this costume except the mask and almost nobody cares. You're just a guy in a Spider-Man costume. But as soon as you put on the mask, yeah. you are only referred to as Spider-Man and you are yelled at from across the street and you are waved down to take pictures with. So it's a very, if, if I want some personal space, I'll just walk around, you know, without the mask. But if I, you know, if, if I'm feeling up for it, you know, putting on the mask changes the entire thing. And it just kind of like, it, it's a little overwhelming. Like uh, it, the reactions are just very um, authentic. You know, people really connect to this character, even if underneath I'm just some dude you know, like, you, you know, what's, yeah, what's kind of funny is um, the, the ironic thing, it, once you become more well known as an actor, you know, maybe worldwide or nationwide or whatever, you can't escape now at all. <laughs> you, you could be walking around without the mask and you, hey, oh, yeah. there's Jeremy, there's Jeremy. Or you'd be walking around with the mask. Oh, there's Spider-Man. There's Spider-Man. Yeah. So there's no, no there, there will be no escape. So I don't know. That could be a, uh, a pretty bad conundrum to be. In. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's it's awesome. And in terms of shooting, um, you know, I'm I'm around my friends, and they do this as well. Or if they don't do this, they know I do this, and I've been doing it for like six years. So it's not really like a oh my god, your Spider-Man moment as much as it, it anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like, oh, there goes Jeremy again. He's putting on a Spider-Man suit. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. it, it feels, I think the part that gets me now is seeing myself played back on like, you know, uh, the, the camera rig. That is what gets me a little bit because like, not only am I in this costume, but like, we're shooting something that puts me in like a cinematic light which is like 
insane to like just look at and like yeah like there's a shot at the end of the teaser where i'm sitting on the edge of a you know the essex building in new york <laughs> and like you see the skyline in the in the foreground or the background and like i just have to take myself out of that and be like that's that's me on the edge yeah. of the like so so that stuff is what gets me these days um is seeing you know other people's reactions in public and then uh seeing this product kind of come to life so I, I know you've got the amazing spider-man suit right you've got that the garfield inspired one and then you've got um the uh the suit you're using for the the, uh, the movie do you have any other suits those are the only two i have at the moment i had three at one point but i sold one to be able to afford another um i'm looking i don't know it's they're so expensive there yeah. you know so i'm trying to i'm trying to balance what i spend my money on these days whether it be film equipment or you know spider-man costume but um i want i am a big fan of the new like the playstation 5 like spider-man 2 i know we've mm -hmm. only seen like a small teaser of that costume but mm -hmm. I prefer it to the the ps4 version of the um advanced suit but i do like um how streamlined it is you know it's got a little bit more sharper edges and um some of the unnecessary add-ons from the ps4 version are gone mm -hmm. and i really like uh you know that that version of the costume but i also um have been thinking about getting a tasm one suit again because that's the one i sold a while back um but I like that Andrew Garfield, like that, that first Andrew Garfield costume is so, you know, it's, uh, it stands out amongst, amongst other ones. So. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, with the movie is what, what other sort of characters can we expect to see in there? Anybody um, that, that the Spider-Man fan world might know about any other uh, great appearances coming with that? Other than Gwen, I'm not too sure if we're, I mean, I always, if there's another character in my films or if I'm trying to tackle a Spider-Man story, if I throw a character in there, I always, you know, research obscure characters. So there is the cop in the movie is Officer Patrick who eventually becomes like anti-Venom, but I just took his name. So I don't think like, so even though he's a character from the comics, I, I'm just like throwing a name from the comics into the script other than like, oh, this character will be anti-Venom one day. Um, but yeah, so Officer Patrick is in there, even though he's not Officer Patrick from the comic books. Uh, Aunt May isn't in it, but we have a conversation through a phone. Um, Jonah is mentioned. So there's not really, I think it's, it's a very, uh, it's a closer look at Peter and Gwen's relationship. So there are Easter eggs for other characters, I, I suppose, but there aren't any um, actual appearances of characters. Um, but I will say, if you follow other Spider-Man fan films, there will most likely be cameos from, you know, people that play these other characters <laughs> in cool. other films. So. Yeah. Well, I know this is more of a like a it's more of an intimate film when it comes like Gwen and um, Gwen and Peter. Uh, let's let's imagine if you were making a, you know, one of these MCU or, you know, larger films if and you had an unlimited budget and there was like a, a favorite villain of yours that you got to, to fight 
who is like a, a top Spider-Man villain that you would, you know, love to interact with? I mean, I, I love Goblin. Goblin has always been my favorite villain, but I feel that there is not much room to tell, you know, what hasn't already been told with that character. I like spectacular version uh, version of Goblin the best. And I think if, if we were to see like, you know, the spectacular Spider-Man version, Goblin would be a character or villain I would want to kind of interact with. But um, I think <laughs> it'd be cool to see, trying to think like the entire sinister six is pretty uh pretty dope yeah yeah i know sony's been trying to do that for years yeah. <laughs> and they, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot every time yeah and i i take your point about goblin i don't want to say too much because lauren actually hasn't seen no way home yet but i know in the trailers uh you do see goblins so i don't that's not spoilers lauren but yeah. he really does steal the show but like yeah, yeah. I've I've heard some people say he needs to be in another movie. I'm like, eh, well, he's kind of like I don't want to ruin it, you know. Like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what more do you do? Um, I agree. I agree. That's why he's a he's an interesting one. But if I, I feel like, especially when another one I would love to do would be Ock, but you know, Spider Man Two is my favorite, and I don't mm -hmm. want to touch, you know, that character either. Um, I think Lizard was handled poorly in that first Tasm movie. So he'd be one, even though it feels too early to kind of retackle that villain. I like his story with, um, you know, his son, Billy um, and his wife. I like his story a lot better that way um, than just wanting to be a crazy lizard. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> What's a shame because um, there were deleted scenes in that movie that made him more relatable. And then. Exactly. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that sort of you sort of answered the, the my next question, which would be which one of the films uh, is your favorite and which one of the guys influences you most as far as your acting goes. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man 2 is my my favorite Spider-Man film. I watch either that one or 2.1 multiple times a year. Um, I watch all of them all the time. I think Spider-Man 3 has been one I, I revisit a lot more now. And I used to dislike that movie a lot. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I'm watching it for fun these days. And uh, I think there are still things that Sam Raimi gets right in that film. And there's still things that feel, uh, you know, that could have been better. Um, but I think that for an actor, I think Andrew Garfield was like, not only do I see um myself and him the most but he came out at a time where spider-man like lined up with me um and i think that was very important like i said earlier you know when when toby's first movie came out i don't know what my attraction was to him you know it wasn't the struggles that he was going through in spider-man one it was probably because you know he was red but uh you know to uh, andrew garfield came out at a time where I was going into high school and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was like a sophomore or junior in high school. So I was, and I was, I grew up skateboarding. So like when I saw that the trailer for that and I knew I was going into high school, when I saw that movie, it was just, you know, such a different take. It was a fresh take. So though I think that franchise has its fair share of problems, I still really love the performances from Andrew and Emma. Um, 
and I think that's so special and it has definitely like influenced me and I just like his career I think him as an actor um is just he's he's a wonderful one to watch so he's been a very um uh influential on some a few choices here and there yeah I think you and I are on the same ballpark age-wise as I mean I feel similar about you know like Toby's probably my favorite in some, you know, for this, cause it's Toby, you know, he's like the first movie one, but like Andrew's, I'm, I remember going, distinctly going to see his movies in theaters and um, it'll make you happy to know that. Um, and let's not diverge into other stuff uh, with spoilers, but uh, my students, like there's like a Renaissance going with him right now because um, we had a day where I said, oh, we can choose any Spider-Man movie. And I said, which one do you guys want to watch? They said, you guys want to watch Toby? They said, no. I said, you want to watch Tom Holland? They said, no. I was really surprised with that. And they said, let's watch Andrew. And, I, I, and of course, there was a scene where he was shirtless and some of the girls were like whispering. I was like, all right, I don't care about that. But, <laughs> um, but I, know, I know you're in general a superhero fan. Like I know you like the Snyderverse and all that. So I did want to ask you, um, what superhero content are you looking forward to a lot? You can tell I'm a big Batman guy I'm gonna see Batman on Tuesday and IMAX I'm pumped for that but are you what's on your radar for 2022 definitely I mean Batman I have my tickets already as well uh, I think I'm, I'm going Thursday the third um in IMAX but uh nice. Batman is Batman is up there I think that's my most anticipated this year but multiverse of madness obviously I Sam Raimi's return to comic book movies is like something I, I'm looking looking forward to um, other than that, I'm, I'm sitting back and cautiously moving forward with like other DC films. I have no idea what to expect from The Flash. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect from Aquaman or Black Adam. So, you know, I'm just I'll go to see those. But as far as like excitement goes, there's there's little to none. I think The Flash would be one I'm most excited for mm -hmm. if I had to pick one because Flash is one of my favorite DC characters. But that's because he wears red yeah <laughs> exactly um uh so yeah i guess multiverse of madness and the batman um but i am a little lost on what disney plus shows are coming out this year i know they've shifted a lot I yeah think they've got obi-wan i know yeah yeah obi-wan they've got uh i think is uh uh she hulk coming out this year i don't uh, Moon Knight, I, yeah, I think, Moon is coming. Knight is coming out. I think, uh, like you said, She-Hulk is supposed to be coming out. Um, that'll that'll help me out because you know I I have the books and I'm ready to sell. Yeah, so. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, uh, as far as collecting goes, do you have a personal collection of toys, comics, or uh, that kind of thing? And and what 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 do you like to collect? Um, I like to. Uh... You know, I grew up in every uh, every week or every other week. I was very involved with uh, my church growing up back home. And Excellent. my uh, my youth pastor is one of the people that like really got me back into superheroes. Um, he would take the you know youth group to go see every MCU release, um, every Star Wars movie. We'd have Star Wars marathons. But me and him would kind of do, uh, you know, he was guiding me through high school. Um, so we would take comic book trips or go to the comic book store like once a week. And then we'd have conversations in our car, but I would like save up all the money I could get every week 
to go to that comic book store with him so I could come away with something special. But yeah, I've collected figures, you know, as a kid, it was, you know, toys. So I was always like wanting to uh, get new, new toys. But now I do collect Marvel Legends. I see a few behind you now. I got the uh, new, I mean, not so new now. I feel like it's like a year and a half old now, but the, uh, the, uh, uh, what do I, what do I call it? The, the classic, like Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, um, J. Jonah Jameson, Black Cat Wave that Legends did. Um, mm. But, and then I, as far as comic books go, I've slowed down because I, I have lost interest in a few of my favorite series, sadly. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know things that did catch my interest or even even spider-man hasn't really caught my yeah. interest lately i'm excited for ramita jr to come back to the artwork mm-hmm. um because he's my favorite uh spider-man artist um i think my favorite spider-man artist has got to be senior john ramita senior because that was my era you yeah know, when, I, when <laughs> I was a kid that was he was my guy it's hard to compete you know yeah. but uh I think I, I like Ramita Jr. as well. I think that those would be my top two. They're just, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so comic books, it, it fluctuates. If I'm at a comic book store, I, I picked up a few comics a few days ago. I just, I pretty much do covers at the moment. You know, if a cover catches my eye, I'll pick it up. It's yeah. up and down if I actually read it. Um, I used to do a lot of, you know, trade paperbacks. That's the stuff I used to read. Most of my collection is back home in North Carolina right now, though, because I don't have the storage for it. Uh, and what's in- the address? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I need it anymore. <laughs> plainly see. It's like night. Yeah, I, I need it. I need to set up like that. But other things that I, I collect a lot of movies. I have probably over 200 Blu-rays for my movies. And it's a good thing too, because I always bring up to people, you know, the DC movies are leaving HBO Max right now. And I have no idea where they're going. And I'm like, this is is why you buy physical. Um, You know, streaming is so up and down. And I like, you know, if it's something that really uh, means a lot to me, I'll I'll go ahead and pick up a physical. But yeah, I, I collect a lot of things like, uh, you know, vinyls is another thing that nice. I collect. Skateboards, you can see there's four. Oh, nice. Right <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about this. Yeah. Um, so anything that uh, looks cool uh, and, you know, aligns with my personality, I'll, I'll go ahead and start yeah. collecting. <laughs> How to but do it. That's cool that you're, you know, comic book guy as well, because I'm not one of these gatekeepers that's like, oh, if you don't read the comics, you shouldn't be watching the movie or anything. I'm not one of those guys. But like, you know, Lauren and I, before we did the online thing and did our, you know, started our own page, we worked for a physical comic book store and we'd be sitting there and it, as popular as the movies would be, there'd be days where we're just sitting there, you know, it's it's empty and like dead. And, you know, I would, there are times when people are like, oh no, and this is a spoiler for Avengers Endgame. <laughs> but they're like, oh no, Tony Stark died. He needs to come back. I'm like, or you could, you know, pick up a comic and he's still there. Um, <laughs> there and go. it's not the, it's not the same, but it's like, come on, you know, we got to support the source. And it's cool that to okay. see when, I, when there's been, I think there's been a better push to give credit to artists and writers and try to stream people to like, Hey, if you like the movies, you know, pick up a book, you know, support your local definitely. comic book store. Definitely. Definitely. That's well, something I love doing back up. That sorry, dude. I know you're good. Because um, my local one, you know, if you guys do free free comic book day, mm-hmm. uh, 
but that's an event I did every year where I used to show up as Spider-Man and, you know, try to bring a wider audience into the shop. But he always like, you know, paid me at the end of it, you know, thanked me for being there. He always provided lunch, but I love small town comic book stores is like where my heart is, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, just to wrap up, I want to give you a chance to just to make sure um, you get to fully plug everything. I know you kind of mentioned it here and there, but for those that are interested, which I know, Lauren, you meant you, I think you're interested. I'm interested and super interested in seeing the film when it's done. How can those who are interested support it? And then once it's done, how can people see it? I think uh, as far as support goes, you know, um, at this point, I think I've uh, raised enough money to bring it to its completion. Um, You know, we're uh, looking to get some audio equipment next week, Um, you know, bring in new talent, all that stuff. So as far as support goes, just uh, spread word. And if you want to grab a poster or a T-shirt, go ahead and check out the Indiegogo links in, uh, you know, my bio. Um, and you will be able to watch it on YouTube on my page when it is out and released. There is an early screening you could buy on the Indiegogo as well if you want to join me and the Chillin' with Villains cast um, and podcast to uh, stream it together as like a fun little event, first time viewing it. That'll be a limited offer that I think 30 people are going to be allowed to attend where you come join us and we watch it a week before everybody else does so it's kind of like a you know a test screening you know get audience reactions and then make a few tweaks before uh putting it actually out there but yeah so that's how you can support me yep and be on youtube to watch you have a set release date for it Uh, no special release date just because you know things have been so up in the air and it's like so tricky to just be like especially when i'm not like being hounded by a a studio to be like yo it needs to be out this date um when when we're done shooting i will probably put out a release date but at the moment there's still two more scenes to shoot and it's not there's nobody working for me that's that's why it's like tricky to have a release date because i'm working around everybody else's schedule because they're doing it for free. Like we're just, we're all having fun just making it out of, you know, because we want to make it. So if it, it would be different if like everybody was working for me and I was like, you have to be here on this day at this time, we do this and then we're done. But I have to collect everybody. Like, are you, are you free to do this today? You know? So it's like a little harder to work around, but after we finish those two scenes, yeah, there should be, it should, Honestly, I'm already editing, you know, what we have. So it's just about shooting the new scenes, plugging it into the final product and we're good to go. So I'm looking, there's a, a range that I'm looking at and that should be summertime. Um, Awesome. Excellent. Well, this, this has been an absolute joy. We've uh, really enjoyed having you and um, we're really looking forward to seeing it. And uh, thank you for so much for joining us. Of course. Yeah, we really appreciate it, Jeremy. Thank you so much. It's good to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to meet you guys. And thank you for inviting me on here. I hope like this blows up for you guys because you guys are so good at this. Honestly, you guys (laughs) are so natural with bouncing off of each other. So uh, I feel the energy and this is awesome. So thank you guys.
for well, thank you thank you very much yay <laughs> comics <laughs> <laughs>